You're listening to the Quietly Ambitious podcast, and this episode is one from before we rebranded. So if you hear references to Creatively Human, that is why. I hope you enjoy the episode. You're listening to Creatively Human, with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, and make an impact in our own unique way. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to heart-led creatives. Hi, and welcome back to another solo episode of Creatively Human. Today's episode is about something that on the surface might sound a bit boring and basic, but actually I think is fundamental to your growth as a business owner and to doing everything you want to do in the way you want to do it and getting well paid for it. And that is having the right support. And I'm not just going to talk about things like one-to-one mentoring and coaching. Yes, I'm going to cover that. But it actually includes so many areas of your life. And I have seen such a huge difference in my life and my business since I've been really, really focusing on allowing myself to have the support that I need and investing in that support where necessary. So yeah, this is a really, really fundamental topic, I believe, to our success as business owners. And I'm going to start by talking a bit about why we might find it hard to get support because I I guess I never really resonated. I hear it a lot about how people find it hard to ask for help or get support and I never really resonated with it. But now I look back and I think, why not? I definitely found it hard to get support because asking for help or feeling like you need support is kind of like a feeling like you're failing and it's kind of... It sounds ridiculous for me to say it out loud, but I think that that has been a problem for me in my life in general, you know, and I find it hard to open up to people. Like I always go on about how I'm an introvert, but I'm also like a really, really private person. So in order to like get the support that I need, I kind of have to get over that hurdle of being able to open up to people in the first place. And then the last thing I think that made it hard for me is the investment. I mean, I've talked about this in a previous episode all about spending money on your business, but it's really hard to invest in something that isn't so tangible. Like it's easy to outsource to a VA a certain task that relates to something that makes you money, but it can be quite hard to invest in something like, you know, a mastermind group or even like one-to-one coaching or whatever you need to get the support you need to make positive changes in your business it's just that you don't know what those changes are going to be and you don't know the kind of support that you need until you start trying and of course support isn't all in the form of paid stuff and I'm going to talk about that but yeah I think that the investment definitely adds an extra layer of difficulty in accepting that you really need that support in the first place And I suppose the last thing is just the kind of selfish aspect of it. And I'm not saying it's selfish, but what I'm saying is that it can feel selfish. Like it can feel really selfish and difficult to prioritize yourself and to want to get support, especially when you're like a nurturing person or you have kids or anything like that. It can be really difficult to admit that you want time to yourself. You want things that benefit you. But obviously the truth is that when we have support, it benefits everyone. It benefits our clients and our business. But it also benefits anyone we live with and our families and everything. So I I guess I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that I know that it's not easy to get support. And I know that even that journey of finding the right support to you may be hard for that reason. But yeah, I wanted to acknowledge that. And acknowledging something like that is always the first step. And 
the other thing I wanted to talk about, and this is one of the reasons that I wanted to put this episode out there, is the fact that it's so, so easy to compare ourselves to other people. Like, I have a young child and I also have a successful business and I'm building up a new business. And I'm always really aware of the fact that other people with young children or you know, without young children or whatever, might look at me and think, how on earth does she do it all? You know, she's doing so much all the time. I'm such a failure because I don't do that. Honestly, please do not think that because I have so much support. I have so much support in my life and I'm going to talk about it throughout this episode. But yeah, please don't compare yourself to random people on the internet or even people that you think you know on the internet because behind the scenes, they've probably got support systems in place. And lastly, before I get into all the different kinds of support, I just want to talk about the reasons why support is so necessary in our businesses. And the biggest reason that always comes up for me and also one of the kind of vaguest reasons, but it is the biggest, is feelings. Feelings, feelings, feelings. Like business brings up so many feelings. And I'm sure that anyone listening to this, whether you've been in business for a long time or whether you're thinking of starting a business or whether you're in those early stages, feelings come up all the time and they come up in a way that stops you from doing what you want to do they come up in a way that lets you do what you want to do but you don't feel good about it you they come up in a way that just leads to overwhelm and spinning your wheels like they can have so many like ramifications and honestly even if your business is doing really well and there are feelings about what you're doing like maybe you don't enjoy it I think those things matter they matter so much like we all deserve to run businesses that we feel good about. Um, and having support is just so crucial in making that happen. But it's not just the feelings. Um, uh, it's hard to make decisions when you're a business owner. You might be like really great at the thing you sell, but you might not be great at the business side of it. And that is okay. That is totally okay, by the way. It doesn't make you like a bad business owner at all. But making decisions is hard. Doing it all alone is hard. You know, business is a journey and it goes through phases just like anything else in life. And sometimes we need someone to kind of coax us through a certain phase. And also the last thing I just wanted to say is that we don't always know what's possible with our businesses. So sometimes having support from people who have been like where we want to go is just amazing in showing us what's possible and kind of opening our mind. And when our mind is open, we can make that leap for ourselves. Okay, so let's dive into the different areas of support. And I'm going to share examples from my own business and how having that kind of support has changed things for me, my experiences in finding the right support and all of that stuff. Okay, so the first most obvious thing is finding support from other people. And this could be in the form of paying for a coach or whatever, but it could also be in the form of podcasts or, you know, who you follow on social media just sort of advice, inspiration and experience for people who have been where you want to go. And that's the kind of support that I had in the early days of my business. Um, I didn't really pay for any coaching and mentoring. I did get a bit throughout the first few years, but to be honest, they weren't the right fit for me. And this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, they weren't the right fit for me. They didn't get me. What they had to say really didn't help me. It probably muddied the waters even more. So having that support really wasn't a support actually. And that's what I want to talk about, the importance of discernment. Like who do you listen to? The fact is when you can't afford to pay for a one-on-one or you can't afford a group 
mastermind or whatever, then you have to rely on the free support or the kind of lower cost support of courses and stuff. And there is so much noise out there. Like I don't need to tell you that there is so much noise out there in the online business world. And when I first started my business, I would say that there wasn't quite the same level of noise out there because this was back in 2008. But in some ways it was harder to find the right people because it just wasn't as common for people to be you know working online working for themselves it was quite new I think what I was doing back then and because of that I latched on to whatever support and inspiration I could find and unfortunately that was definitely not the right support for me so what I latched on to was anyone who was talking the loudest because that's who I noticed and if you know me and if you listen to my podcast you'll know that I don't consider myself to fit in with that crowd of people. I'm a massive introvert and all of that stuff. So I cottoned onto this and I followed, I tried to follow what they were saying about online business and what to do to grow your business. But there was always that kind of disconnect, didn't feel right to me. So nowadays we have the benefit of having so many different people showing us what's possible like you've got me saying that you can build a business in a quiet way you know I've built a really successful business without ever going live and showing my face on videos and all of that stuff and now I am doing that stuff but I'm still doing it in a way that's kind of true to me then you've got other people who are really like kick you up the arse motivational and that works for some people that's not necessarily what works for me but I know that that works for some people so that's what I'm saying you need to find the right people to listen to and I'd be especially wary of anyone who promises like really overnight or magic fixes anyone who's got like a rags to riches story and is kind of you get a feeling that they're leaving something out I'd also be really wary of people who say that there is only one way to do things because I'm proof that there's not like There is one way you can do something, but there's also going to be another way. There's one way that that person did it, and it's really useful to learn from their experience. But it's also really, really important to know that there are so many roads you can take. Like, you get to pick a way that works for you. And obviously, that in itself is a massive question. Like, what is the right way for me? And that's why we need this support. But that's what I'm saying. You just need to choose the right people. And And if there's something that makes you slightly wary of someone, then trust that instinct about it, basically. So, yeah, I think that getting support in the form of podcasts, blogs, low cost courses, whatever, is really great when you're just getting started out. However, when you can afford it, I I would highly, highly recommend that you find a coach or a mentor or a mastermind group or something because it has made all the difference to me. And the thing is, about affording it as well I feel like when you pay for it it should be a little bit of a stretch like it's not easy to always afford this stuff but sometimes the stretch is what makes you decide that you are really going to invest in yourself and again I've mentioned this in a separate episode all about spending money in your business but yeah I'm just putting that out there because if you're thinking that you might want that kind of one-to-one support but you're kind of unsure of the finances then maybe that might help you make your decision but yeah I don't think anyone should be going broke to afford a coach because there is plenty of free inspiration out there but what I do think is that if you're in the position to make a bit of a stretch then going uh, one-to-one instead of just looking at all the free stuff on the internet is going to make a difference to you. It's really hard to articulate sometimes the power of having one-to-one support But honestly, I don't think we can underestimate, I don't think we should underestimate the power of having space to talk about your feelings as they relate to your business. Honestly, just having that space, having that time in the calls dedicated on a regular 
basis. Having someone you know you can email when you're having a wobble, that means so much. No matter what advice they ultimately give you, having that space in itself can make a big difference. But you have to choose someone who you resonate with. You have to choose someone who you feel will get your personality, will not judge you, but will like guide you. And sometimes you might want gentle guidance. Sometimes you might, might want a bit more accountability. Sometimes you might want some, someone who's like going to give you a brutal kick up the bum. And like I said, that style is not for me. But you need to find the support that's right for you. So yeah, being able to speak your feelings aloud, having that space, knowing that that time is for you, that in itself makes loads of difference. But of course, there's also the benefit of being able to bounce your ideas off of someone else or just having someone who you talk to regularly enough that they kind of know you, they know where you tend to get stuck, they know where you tend to, you know, sink into imposter syndrome and all things like that and they can just help you snap out of it. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Sometimes speaking to someone who knows you and your business will help you snap out of it. And of course, if you've got like deeper feelings and struggles, like intrusive thoughts or obsessive thoughts and stuff, then it's always worth thinking about going to a trained therapist as well, because business mentoring and coaching is obviously for the business stuff, but sometimes it can uncover more serious feelings. So I just wanted to mention that too. So yeah, I highly recommend one-to-one support. And now in my business, I have a coach who I speak to on a semi-regular basis. I also am part of a group and the group's really handy for like bouncing ideas, like having people who are there when you need them. Putting stuff out on social media can be really useful and getting feedback that way. But sometimes, like I said, you you need people who kind of know a bit more about your background, who you can feel a bit more like opening up to and that's something I, f- I forgot to mention but for me as a as this kind of private introvert having that space to open up to other people has made all the difference I think that oh yeah it's just been amazing and it's so hard for me to put into words but I can't even tell you like what actions I may have taken in my business that were different as, as a result of this all I know is that it has changed me and it has changed how I approach things in my personal life as well so Yeah, paying for that support has been more than worth it in so many ways for me at the moment. Okay, so aside from like the free advice and one-to-one coaching, mentoring, whatever, I also wanted to talk about supporting yourself. So I like to think about it in terms of having a toolkit that you can call upon in those times, not just in those difficult times, but all the time because you need that support even in the good times. Like it's really important. It's kind of like self-care, isn't it? You don't just need to wait until things are really bad to start thinking about your self-care, but but practicing self-care on a regular basis is just a recipe towards a happier life. Okay, so I always talk about this, but for me, journaling is a real big form of support. It's kind of like therapy and meditation and idea, brainstorming generation, all of this stuff rolled into one. Like it's brilliant and it's something that I can do absolutely on my own. Now, I'm not saying journaling is always enough and that's why I have that one-to-one support as well, but it's definitely worth calling on when you need it. And I tend to forget that I have such powerful tools like journaling in my toolkit. I tend to like sometimes wait until I'm in that bad phase and I'm like, yes, I really need to journal. But ideally, I wanna be doing it regularly. And apart from journaling, there's also things like meditation, even things like exercise and sort of just living a healthier lifestyle. 
I see all those things as a form of support in my business. I really, really do. You know, getting a good night's sleep, it is all a form of support. I'm kind of supporting myself to be in a clearer headspace and be healthy. And it benefits my personal life, but it also benefits my business. So just remember the tools that work for you. Like obviously journaling might not be your thing, but maybe you've got something else that you like doing, like going for a daily walk or something like that. I just think it's really important to remember that we do all have the ability to create this toolkit for ourselves to help us be more self-aware to help us notice things coming up before they become a problem to help us you know snap ourselves out when we're feeling imposter syndrome or overwhelm you know to help it make it easier to make those decisions and things like that and then the last kind of category of support that I wanted to talk about is the life support needed to run a business. And I think this is where it's really easy to compare yourselves to other people and not realise how much support they really have in the background. So in my life, I've got a young son. He's less than two, so he doesn't go to school or anything like that. But we have paid for him to go into nursery four mornings a week. And also my husband looks after him most of the rest of the time my husband is also self-employed which is why we chose to put him our son in nursery but yeah I would not be able to do this work without the support of my husband to care for our child and honestly I could go on a feminist rant about this because that support is so overlooked in our society in terms of when women are staying at home to look after the kids so that men can go out to work and although it's true that sometimes there's not much choice. Like, for example, I am the breadwinner in our family and that is the decision that we've made, but also that we had to make in terms of our finances and everything. But yeah, it's so important to acknowledge that support that goes on behind the scenes. And something I just, it sounds so basic to be talking about, but my husband, he cooks dinner. And even things like having dinner cooked for you are so important when you are running a business and you're working and you know there's only so much capacity in your brain there's only so many things that you can be good at in your life every day so for example I really enjoy gardening I actually do enjoy cooking but I can't like do it all every day and run my business and think of all the things that go along with running my business I just can't I know that there's some people who manage it better than me but again that's kind of a point of comparison and something to beat yourself up over and I'm just not going to do that anymore I know for me that it's not just an issue of time it's an issue of kind of mental space like having space in my brain not to have to think about stuff sometimes so that kind of support is also really important and we even order you know healthy ready meals from all plants because that frees us up on cooking like you know one night a week and that makes the difference too um and but paying for a cleaner that's something else I don't have a cleaner yet but it's on my list because I think that support like this is so needed not just for our life but for our businesses and if you really really want to have your mind opened to this stuff or just like see what it takes see what support um goes on behind the scenes of a really successful business then I'm going to put a link in the show notes to an article by Denise Duffield Thomas like it is so so interesting The title of the article is I'm a self-made millionaire and this is exactly how much help I have at home. And if you just read that article, it's just brilliant. I'm so glad that she is talking about it because it's just showing that we cannot do all of this on our own. That is true of life and it is true of business. And what's also true of life and business is the fact that we sometimes kid ourselves into thinking we can do it on our own. But having that support 
having that support is not just helping with like practical stuff and saving you time but it's also kind of investing in yourself and like I don't know just like telling yourself that you're worth it that's what it really comes down to and actually that for me has been a huge shift over the last two years where I've invested more in support just telling myself that I am worth this investment so I suppose um, in ending this episode I guess I just want to invite you to think about where could you get a bit more support in your business and like I said it doesn't have to be really expensive it doesn't have to be straight into like the one-to-one coaching It could be something as simple as, you know, buying those regular ready meals, like healthy ones, all plants, they're great for the healthy ones, just so that you don't have to cook one night a week or something like that. It could be asking your partner to to do something more. And I know that that isn't always as easy as it may seem. But yeah, it could mean just literally writing down what those things in your toolkit are. What are the things that you know help you and like pinning it up on your wall so that next time you find yourself in a tricky place, you can call on that toolkit. And it could mean reducing the number of Facebook groups you're in, reducing the number of people you follow and getting really clear on whose opinions and advice mean something to you and whose don't. And then it could also mean figuring out if you are in that position to make that financial stretch and get the support of a one-to-one coach or mentor. So yeah, I hope that this episode has been useful. I guess ultimately, I just want to say that you are worth having that support. You are worthy of the support that you need to grow your business. And please don't compare yourself to other people because you have no idea how much support they have behind the scenes. Okay, I'll catch you again for another episode soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favourite, my behind-the-scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe. And keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.